This episode of Mistaken Identity is brought to you by Real Sleep. The pandemic has had a tremendous impact on sleep, insomnia, and anxiety, as you probably already know. If you are suffering from sleep issues like half the world is right now, our sponsor, Real Sleep, has developed the world's first personalized sleep solution, customized to you. Unlike prescription and over-the-counter sleep aids, their plant-based formula works with your body to get you to sleep faster, help you sleep deeper, and cut down on sleep disturbances. Now, I'm a kind of guy who leans on a routine right before I go to bed, ideally, but if I'm in a new location, if I'm on vacation, if I'm in a hotel, or something along those lines, I find it really difficult to fall asleep quickly and stay asleep. I'm the kind of guy who wakes up many times during the night and tries to catch your bearings, and if that sounds something like you, that's where a real sleep comes in. While sleep is solitary, you're not alone here, and Real Sleep is here to help. That's why we're teaming up with Real Sleep to give you 20% off your next purchase. Go to the link in our show notes and use the code POD, P-O-D, all capital, to see why Real Sleep is the last sleep product you'll ever need. Once again, that's all capital letters P-O-D to get 20% off your next purchase. Coming later this month, Mistaken Identity's first ever miniseries, uncomfortable, thought-provoking conversations on the topics of culture, race, and religion, starting on May 23rd with early access for podcast members. Discretion is advised. Mark your calendars. You won't want to miss this. A long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Mistaken Identity Podcast. And today, we got a treat for you because uh, generally you all get me and David mixed up, but there's a third person that's in this mix up uh, uh, situation. But first, let me bring on uh, David. How's it going, David? It is going well, my friend. not too much going on today. How you doing, buddy? I've been in, I've been in this podcasting master class for two weeks straight, so I've been going through eight hours of classes every day. But today was actually pretty good. Um, but I've been looking forward to this session for a long, long time because before you came back, the person that everybody mistook me for was Antoine, um, and Antoine is uh, here today. And we're going to try to the goal of this episode, as you know, David, is to try to help people understand the difference between the three of us, right? Like Antoine makes more than we do, you know, you know, those, those, those kind of situations so they can realize who is who. (laughs) And he's more popular, you know, he's more popular. Yes. You know, all those kind of things. Uh, Today, I'm going to help you all um, figure those things out. Uh, You know, he was on mute, so he couldn't respond. So let me, um, get him on here so he can sort of combat everything we just said. But Antoine, what's up? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing good. We're, you know, we're ready to, we sort of already started, but you know, we're trying to help the audience determine the difference between the three of us and how you know you're really the important one, and we're just sort of, you know, um, <laughs> in the background. Don't you agree? Well, the only difference, like we do, look different, 
I'm in parking and transportation, been in parking transportation for 16 years. And that's all I could tell you guys. Yeah, which is why, you know, which is why we say when it comes to uh, who makes the most out of the three of us, we go to you. We say it's you. <laughs> I'm the less popular. You're what? I'm the less popular. David, this guy Nobody just won. knows me in this side. This guy just won Supervisor of the Year, by the way. So that means that everybody has to vote for this one person. Uh, yet he's the less, he's the least popular, though. But everybody just voted for him. I don't, I don't understand that one, but um, we love him anyway. It's all right. We got you, something, buddy. Um, hey, real quick question, man, before we uh, jump into this. Um, first of all, let me uh, commend you on all your hard work and um, the dedication that you do to parking. You're usually the first guy there and almost the last guy out. Um, how does that, like... How do you like kind of deal with that with your family and things that nature? You're pretty much gone like nearly the whole day. Like at least it's got to be at least 10 to 12 hours a day, right? Probably if not more, right? Uh, majority of times it's 10 hours a day. I start like six hours before anyone else start. So I don't know why y'all say I make more money than y'all. It is what it is. Somebody got to do the job, you know? But yeah, it, it's, it's a fun job. But his question yeah, is though, with my family, yeah. Like my family, like my wife is a nurse, so she's always on the go. Kids into a lot of sports, doing different things, dancing. So it's like the whole family is always busy, gone on the move. Now I think one thing that we have in common that may be the reason why people sort of mix us up is the uh the whole religious uh church piece. We're always posting about uh church, and I think that's something that people may mix us up with. Uh the only difference is that. Uh, you probably got a better chance of getting to heaven than I do sometimes. But <laughs> uh, so, uh, tell us no about that. No one can quick. judge anyone, man. Yeah, we you're right. You're right. But, but uh, tell us about that because I think you're, fa- you're you're either your uncle or somebody um, is a pastor. It's my cousin. My cousin is a pastor. His name is Antonio Rockamore. Uh, He's been pastor for the last ooh since he was like 15, and you know that's where I've been for the last couple of probably like 10 years. But growing up all my life, I have always been into church. Even when I wasn't going to church, you know, I used to just listen to church music. Even right now today, I can get on my way to work, listen to church music. Everything is church, church, church. You talk to me about rapping, I like, I listen to it every now and then. But majority, you get in my car, you listen to church music. And I guarantee you, most people would have never thought that about you because people like to judge other people, you know, outside of work. But I'm sure they would never, ever, ever. Um, guess that about you, even though we have that one thing in common. Nope, yeah, I never understand that part. Then I think, uh-huh. like, you know, the difference, well, and I can't say the difference between us three. We always joking, we always keep a smile on our face, and we always trying to make other people, you know, feel comfortable in what they do. I look at us like, you know, just being a positive, you know, role model to other guys out here that's trying. Because I'm always looking out for a person or trying to see, like, what way can I help them better themselves? Now, the one thing that you two have in common that I don't have in common, uh, and she's asking one of our newest subscribers, by the way, so I'm going to give a shout out to her, but you two have this uh, weird love-hate thing going on with Toya that, uh, you know, she just gets <laughs> triggered by the two of you two. <laughs> and I don't know what, how you all do it, but uh, you all can get her upset all kind of ways and... That's one thing that y'all got in common that I don't have. 
all love, man. When you've been working with a person for so long, you know, you know what tick them and you know what make them, you know, feel good. Yeah. And even even when you're wrong, even when you're right, you're wrong. So it doesn't matter for her. <laughs> She's a little special. We love you, Toya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now we love you, Toya. <laughs> now, are you a uh, a LeBron's uh, crazed fan like David too, or are you just are you not on the LeBron's end? No, I'm a D Rose fan, man. I'm D Rose, you know, all the way. Okay, I, I can I can go with that. What's, what's your response to that, uh, uh, David? Oh no, I can rock with that. I mean, D Rose is a uh, a pretty special dude, man. Actually, I was. Uh, watching him play last night and uh, play pretty well against LeBron. Oh. LeBron didn't play against the Lakers, but um, he didn't play. But it was a great game. And um, shout out to D Rose, man, because he's been through a lot. He has he's had a a number of surgeries, um, things that have set him back. Um, but he's persevered through that. Um, he was one type of player where he always like went aggressive and throws to the basket and was dunking on people and I mean just going ferocious and. Now he's transitioned his game more to like a, you know, like a mid-range game, um, you know, nice little three-point shot. But um, man, he's 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 uh he's Chicago, so we gotta give him love, man. So we're gonna play a little game to help you all determine um, how we're different. So that when you steal, even though it's hard because we got a mask on and uh, you know uh, we all got that melanin, but we're gonna try to play a little uh, uh, game by telling you where our likes are, our dislikes. So to help you all see our personalities, maybe that'll help you uh, determine who is what. And we're going to start with, and if we can see from ourselves, we have in common because we don't even know these questions. So uh, the first one is, uh, of, if you had to pick a favorite Cub right now, uh, who would your favorite Chicago Cub player be? And we're going to see if we all agree or have different ones. Uh, we're going to start with Antoine. Antoine, who's your favorite Cub you right say now? You all time? Oh, right, right now, now on, on the current team, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Baez. Okay, why Baez? Man, he's an all-around player. He he do things that, you know, some players can even do in uh, MLB. I just like love watching him play. All right, let's see what you got, David. Who's your current favorite coach? Um, I actually do agree with uh, Antoine. Uh, Baez, he's my favorite to watch. But my favorite um, – on and off the field is uh, Anthony Rizzo. And the reason is because we have such a close connection. Um, he's had, he's uh, battled cancer and he's beat it. And I've had that um, issue in my family. And um, he does so much for people, you know, in his spare time that he doesn't have to do. And it's amazing to see all the kids and all the families that he's touched, including mine. And, um, you know, he's just a wonderful person. and um, that's why I have such a – that's why he's my favorite, you know. I mean, obviously he can play, but, you know, um, that's that's my reason. But I do love Baez also. He's very exciting to watch. So I think everybody knows my answer already. But, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we do. <laughs> Jason Hayward, Jason Hayward all night, all day. Uh, I love what he does uh, on the west side, on the south side, uh, how he handled uh, the George Floyd situation. So uh, I'm going to go with Jason Hayward. Um, all the way. Uh, now let me throw in a controversial question. And David, if you have questions, let me know too. But I got uh, a few written down, but I got a controversial one. So I'm gonna okay, wait, one. hold on. Before you, before you do it, uh, let me just uh, say this real quick. Um, so with Baez and Hayward, 
that kind of matches you to your, your personalities because you guys are like real mild mannered. You guys are, you know, you guys like love to have fun. Um, Frank, you resemble Hayward because you're so quiet. <laughs> he's quiet. He's quiet, but he, <laughs> he walks with a big stick. Like, shout out to Jason Hayward too, man, because he's like a he's like a guy that never gets rattled under pressure. Even with all that stuff going on, even the surroundings, even like with that being in Wrigley Field with where you know the culture is not, you know, the same, if I can put it that way. He 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 manages to handle himself in such a dignified way. And and that's a testament to you and Antoine Fayez. Again, electric, exciting, loves to have fun, gets out there and gets the job done, shows up every single day. It's, you guys you guys pick great players that match your personality. So Antoine, one thing about David is that uh, David likes to, even though I tell him not to, David likes to point out how great everybody <laughs> is. So <laughs> get used on this podcast to David using a sermon <laughs> like we're at church. Yes, sir. Hey, you got to give him flowers while they're here, man. It's like we don't get enough of that. So, I mean, yep. you got to appreciate people while they're here. And no matter how bad it gets, man, you got to find good in people. And that's, you know, that's what the spirit of God does for you. You got to you gotta take it with you, man. <laughs> and now he's preaching, so we got to give him an offering after this is over. That's the question. <laughs> Hey, I love it. I love it. We're so cash out. <laughs> I'll miss um, you. <laughs> we're never going to get through this episode, but uh, all right. So here's the controversial one. If you had to pick one, you got to pick one and you got to tell me why. You got to pick one. KFC or Popeye's. And you got to pick one. I'm going to go first this time. I'm going to let David go and that's one. So my choice is, is Popeye's. The, 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 it just... The seasoning, the chicken sandwich, uh, I don't think that um, even the biscuits, I don't think that KFC even comes close to it. I eat KFC. If I've got to choose one or the other and I can't choose churches, I'm going with uh, Popeye's. Uh, Dave, it's on you now. I, I was just about to say, like, can I uh, pick outside of the two? I was going to uh, say churches also, but if I had to pick one, I got to go with Popeye's, man. It's KFC is not the same. I used to work at KFC when I was a teenager, actually. And that was like... Oh, my God. I did, I I did too. <laughs> I did, too, though. I worked at KFC, too. The KFC slash Taco Bell. Yeah, see, now we got something coming again. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, man, I mean, it was... KFC back in the day was so good. But it just... I don't know what happened. I guess they started franchising and different people started taking over. And they didn't put enough, enough love into it or whatever. I don't know, but... Pop ass for me, man. Well, so you guys basically took out my chicken spot. It's Church's Chicken with the hot sauce. Oh, my God. We're all at Church's Chicken. KFC, no, I won't do KFC. But, you know, Pass, I will do, you know, the the chicken sandwich. That's the only thing I go that for. But other than that, I got to go with Church's, man. I'm sorry. I know that ain't one of the asses, but Church's what it is. That is amazing that we all said churches. That that is really. I like the fried okra. That fried okra. Oh my. Yes, God. <laughs> I love it. Now you make me want to go yes. get some chicken. Now, uh, when I was younger, there was a place when I was younger called Brown Chicken. Now, when I was younger, yeah. like, it was Brown Chicken, and I would eat that. Um, but I gotta get you know it's greasy, but that church of chicken though. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, brown chicken was pretty good too. Can't go wrong with churches. 
All right. So uh, now this this is a popular, sometimes African American choice here. So let's see. I know what David's choice is already. So I'm gonna go with you, uh, Antoine, first. But um, peach cobbler or banana pudding? Which one? Banana pudding. You, I love banana pudding. Like, but you gotta make it right. That's the right. thing. It has to be made right. But other than that, banana pudding. Even for Thanksgiving, like my mother-in-law, she made me my own personal pan of banana pudding. My sister every year, banana pudding just for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh, David. Yeah. Ugh, I hate bananas. <laughs> I hate bananas. Um, <laughs> but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> now I could do banana pudding. It's gonna sound crazy, but without the bananas. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Though. Yeah. Because I don't like the bananas. I hate bananas. But the way they make it with those Nello wafers and that put, oh my god! Now that's good. That's so good. But sorry, guys, I'm gonna have to go with cobbler with a side of vanilla ice cream. Ooh, yes. Yeah, so, so good. So good. So, so my, I think mine, mine is a tie. I like peach cobbler. Probably a little bit more, but I can eat some banana pudding all day, every day. Um, but yes, I don't like mine runny. It depends on who makes it. I don't like mine runny, and I mean, <laughs> no, I, I don't like mine runny. It's got to be, it's got to be. Did somebody myself. bring some to the job before or something for you guys, like something like that? Who was that? Loretta made some for me uh, and Tori's birthday. Yes. 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 Okay. It wasn't. <laughs> oh no, it was good. That was good. Matter of fact, uh, um, David, David, and I work with uh, the Snack Queen. And uh, we should give a plug out, shout out to her. But we, I'm gonna send you some banana pudding from the from the snack pan. So I'm gonna send you some. Uh, uh, Nikki's got some. Nelly's got some. I mean, you gotta try this banana pudding from the snack queen. But uh, David has been getting more free stuff than me. So David, you wanna you wanna put out a plug for the snack queen, David? <laughs> put a blast. I wouldn't. Right, I wouldn't say free, but you know, um, he did take care of me. Uh, shout out to the snack queen. The dude. Antoine, when you have this, I'm telling you, you're gonna lose your mind, bro. It's so freaking good. It's just, it's amazing. She had turtle, um, cheesecake dessert, uh, peach cobbler cheesecake with Hennessy. Uh, she got a Hennessy peach cobbler. Yes, yeah, man, strawberry Hennessy peach cobbler. Hey, yes. not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But she does a uh, she does different <laughs> kinds of uh, banana pudding, like a <laughs> banana pudding. So I'm gonna say you got a sample pack. I'm gonna send you some samples of different banana pudding that you make. Yeah, I, I need some of that, man. Make sure good. I get some of that. It is good. So everybody, uh, you know, I'm, so I want to put our number in the show description. So you all check out the um, uh, the snack queen who who's been helping us uh, gain weight every day. So yep. Um, <laughs> So we brought up Thanksgiving, and I'm going to go to my next question just to see where we all stand on this. This is a cultural one. Uh, so dressing or stuffing, uh, what do you call it, or which one do you like better? And we'll go with David first. Dressing or stuffing? Oh, this is easy. Uh, dressing all the way. And then um, dressing. also with the side of gravy, and you put the gravy on top with the turkey. Oh, my. You know what? Go ahead. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, with the jelly. Yes. You forgot about the jelly too, man. The cranberry yes, jelly, the cramp, the, the yes. jelly, yeah, the yes. cranberry jelly. Yes, you gotta have it. Yes, yes, gotta have it, man. So you all agree that there's a difference between stuffing and dressing? Like I agree, I think there's a difference, right? Yeah, it's a big difference. 
Huge difference, yeah. I mean, stuffing, you just throw that inside the bird and you just, you know, whatever, or you that over-the-counter stuff. We don't do that stuff. It's homemade with cornbread, uh, chicken, all that good stuff, you know, sage. It's actually prepared, so it's dressing. It's made, like, it's unique, so it's good. I th- and I think it's cultural, I think, because, uh, you know, there's a sweet potato pie and then there's pumpkin pie. I think we, we our culture tends to favor more the sweet potato pie and the dressing. So I think I think it's cultural because I am not a pumpkin pie person at all. But I can eat sweet potato pie. No, sweet what? potato pie, I can do. I can do sweet, sweet potato, potato pie. pie, man, not pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin pie is so good. Now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sweet potato guy myself, but that pumpkin pie is it's right there. It's pretty solid, man. You got I'm. I'm telling you with some um with some whipped cream. Woo! I'm telling oh, you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do one more. And, and Everybody I got, got on glasses list. on, except for my glasses. I'm missing my glasses. There we go again. Yep, there we go. Glasses, yes. We all have glasses. That's why we uh mistake us in the mask. We got the same supervisor coat on, the same uniform on. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, all right, I got some more on my list here. Here's another one. Um, oh, okay. I already know David's answer on this one, so I'm gonna go to answer one first. Uh, even though we are Cub fans, uh, are you for or against the White Sox? Uh, I won't say I'm against them. I'm a South Side. I'm born and raised on the South Side, so it's like it. You know, I can't say I choose either one because now it's like became me being at Wrigley for so long. It's just like it's work. Now, which team would I watch on TV? I watch the Cubs. White Sox, uh, you know, when they make it to the playoffs, I got you. <laughs> okay. Uh, let, me, let me hear David go ahead and trash on the Sox. Go ahead, David. Oh, why do we have to do this all the time? <laughs> I am not going to trash the Sox, man. I respect the Sox. I got respect for them, man. I'm just, like I said, Antoine, this is my thing. This is my personal thing on it. It's just like I always say this example, New York Mets and the New York Yankees. If you live in New York, you can't be fans of both. And you got to pick a side. So it's the same for Chicago. And if I have to make a choice, I'm going with the north side of Chicago. Got to. Yes, sir. Okay. And everybody knows that I'm a Tim Anderson fan. I think, I think Tim Anderson <laughs> is <laughs> the greatest. Now, um, so let me go to – I got some controversial ones. Let's see if we – we agree on a lot of stuff. I'm trying to find one on my list that we don't agree on. So – my next one is about Tyler Perry movies. Uh, are you a fan? And this is controversial in our community because some are for it again. So I'm talking with David. Uh, are you a fan of Tyler Perry movies? Or are you like, mm, not feeling it? Don't, don't see the hype. Not the person. You know, the man is great. But uh, Tyler Perry movies, uh, David. Uh, well, in my personal opinion, you have to throw the man in there because he it developed from him and his team. So um, me personally, I'm a fan because I love it. I mean, people have to distinguish real life from art, you know what I'm saying? And and movies and characters and and entertainment. And that's where people get kind of driven into. Like they don't know how to separate the two. It's like, he's another guy that's, um, that's off the record just for a second. Um, He's just kind of like Rizzo a little bit because he does so much and he cares about people and he has a great heart so it's like i mean how can you root against that i don't care what your you know 
what kind of movies you like or what kind of you know screenplay and all that other crap whatever he I, I like it personally i i enjoy it he's all right with me all right what you got antoine what you got <laughs> the tyler perry uh you know like Madea go to jails all his little stuff on the side that he do like yeah i'm a fan but i'm not really like into movies and all that man if you just tell me like look at the news i'm looking at the news all day long espn all day long Yes, so you sir. consider, so you consider wait, you consider ESPN to be the news. <laughs> it is news. Yeah, no, I'm not saying ESPN is, is the news, but I just I could watch CNN the whole entire day. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get to and that. it could be just reruns over and over because a lot of times they do. But that's just what I do. I'll get to that next. That, that's that's a good point you brought up. I'm gonna get to that next. But just the answer for me, Tyler Perry. So I'm, I'm sort of indifferent. I sort of feel like every one is about the same. It's just different people. Same ending, in my opinion. It's just me. I, I mean, I like the guy. I think he's very great. I just feel like they're all the same to me. Like, you know, I can pretty much see at the end of the movie, somebody's going to get saved, find Jesus, and it's going to be, you know, pretty good at the end. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. I just think it's the same premise, but I think the man is great. But I want to get on this, this, this news thing because I get highly upset when I watch CNN of, of anything politics, because let something come out of somebody's mouth that is either racist or doesn't make mm-hmm. sense or whatever. I go crazy. So how do you get? How do you watch the news and not get upset and annoyed? It's just like I take it and I examine the, you know, examine the news like my way. Like I believe what I want to believe. I, you know, I could be looking at something like, okay, yeah, that's bull crap or whatever. That's just how I, you know go with it. So it's not like that I believe everything they say, especially when it comes to politics. I really don't believe nothing. <laughs> That's a good way to look yeah, at it, though. Whatever. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Before I ask my next question, you got you got a question you want to throw out to us, David? Or you want me to ask my next one? No, I'll just, I'm pretty much in agreement with what he said. You know, I just kind of uh, go off into looking at news all day and I kind of examine things and I can watch it over and over again. And I try to process it and just think about it before I try to have a, you know, like a emotional reaction. I'm trying to like actually take that away from myself. And I've been working on that, um, not to have emotion, but look at the facts and look at, you know, what's going on in the world mm-hmm. and kind of make that distinction. And just, you can't put it on emotion because emotions won't solve anything. You can be as mad as you want to be, but at the end of the day, if you're not part of the change, then you know it. It really makes no difference. All right. So this question I got here written down. This is for you two because you all have um, sons and daughters. So I can't really answer this one. So this is good because I don't. I don't want to get any emails when I answer this question. This is kind of controversial. <laughs> so uh, wait, 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 wait. You do have kids. You actually do have kids. So don't say that. You got all right, kids. All right, okay. All right. So here's all the right, question that I got done. So when you have a son <laughs> and you have a daughter, when it comes to dating do you feel like you will be lenient on your son and not that lenient on your daughter when it's time for dating uh let's go with david first and then Antoine. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot man um well i guess the nature is you have to be hard on the girls and who they're dating because um if you know what it is to be a man, you know how men think, men act, how certain men don't value and appreciate a woman or a young lady or whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh my God, this 
It's a tough one. Um, just, just for the record, <laughs> like, just for the record, for all of you all that are about to email us, this is David saying this. This is not Frank. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is David. This is not Frank. But you can still send him the emails. Just send them his way. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I I think. Um, but yeah, man, I just think in in all reality and all seriousness, I think especially with me having. Although I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, I have a 25-year-old so daughter, so I've been there before. Um, it was tough, man, and it was like another. It, it, it's hard, man. But um, my son is very well put together, if I do say so myself. He's very mature for his age. He's responsible. Um, my daughter needs a little bit more guidance, so. Um, all the decisions are not properly there yet. So hopefully when she gets to that age, you know, I can kind of pull back just a little bit. But, you know, for daddy's girls, you're going to always be that way. It's just no way around it. You can't, you know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, I, I say girls. Man, when this episode airs at Wrigley Field, I cannot wait to hear this. They're going to hear all over you all. But that's why your turn. That's why go ahead and jump Man, in the so with my sons and my daughter, it's like, it's different. Because I do do like one on ones with each one of them and talk to them. But with my son, like I have two sons in high school right now, so I talk to both of them and I let them know like the things that I have done, and like I know they're gonna make mistakes. But my main thing is I want you to learn from your mistakes. And it's like you know I tell them about my past, the things that I have done, the things that I where I went wrong at. So you know when they do get into certain situations, I always tell them think before you react because there's consequences behind any and everything. So it's like. It's not really, you know, I'm leaning one way, but when it comes to my daughter, though, like, that's like my heart. And it's like, I treat, I can't say I treat none of my kids different, but I treat everyone, you know, with love, show them love and everything and let them know we created our love, so we're supposed to share love. But it's like, <clears throat> I know how guys is. When I was in high school, I'm just being honest, I was a dog. So it's like, I teach her these things, then I also tell her, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what people look for. This is not saying that I'm putting you in this position, but this is what happens. And it's like, she, you know, get onto it. And it's like, you know, I do so much because I always put it like, make a mindset like, okay, if just saying if Frank used to come in my daughter, no, you, I know you won't, but I'm just saying anybody come in my daughter and you try to, oh, I can do this for you. I won't hurt mindset. Oh, my daddy can do that. What can you do that my daddy can't do? I need you to go above and beyond my daddy. So that's like, you know, especially with girls right now, it's like, it's hard. And my my son is like, you know, on a road student at Simeon, playing football, got a city championship already. And it's like, he's on the right path, ready to go to college. But it still is like, even with him, I go downstairs, he on the phone. He on the phone with a different girl. He on the phone with this girl. It's like, dude, you can't do that. And it's like... it's hard because I see myself all over again in him. But he's gonna so learn. Wait, wait, so, so he so, can't you know wait, so he, he can't talk to different girls on the phone. Frank, it, it's a it's a way of talking to different girls, especially when you're high school and you're an athlete. But you didn't it's say all a, that. You, it's you, a you monster. Just, oh, wait, yeah. okay. That I get, that I get. But I thought you were just saying he couldn't talk to different on the phone. Now I get no, what I'm I saying, get it's cool now. to talk to females, but when you lead them in the wrong direction and you have Everybody going that same way, it's a problem. Because right, you're going to draw attention to yourself. 
And it's like, you know, like one girl, you know, that I know one of them, but the other ones I don't know. And he tried to hide them or whatever. But, you know, he's open to me. He talked to me about any and everything. And, like, that's the part that I love. Something he don't understand, he comes to me, hey, dad, blah, 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 blah. And, I'm, you know, I listen. And sometimes I don't have an answer for him right then and there, so I won't say nothing. But, it, man, it's hard. But don't mess with my baby. My girl, like, that's <laughs> my heart. That's my heart. Yeah. So, so, so David. It's just something with daddy uh, girl, man. Yeah, so so David just that's angered true. all the women, all the women, and you just came by and made them all happy. So we just we just balanced it out right there. We just, we just balanced it out. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about our cooking skills real quick. Uh, let's move to cooking and see which one of us can Ooh. cook and, and what can we do. So uh, I want to start. We ended with Antoine. Let's start with Antoine. Antoine, one, can you cook? And what is it that you cook very well? Well, I can't cook, but if we get hungry, I know how to cook some fried chicken, some macaroni, and we won't go wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, David. That's kind of my uh that's kind of my go-to also. Um fried chicken. I make a pretty decent steak. I, I like steak. Um nah, I'm I'm pretty versatile. I can make a lot of things. I can cook, so I got uh, might have to have you guys over for dinner one day. I mean, I hope you don't get sick or anything. But... That's a kill me. No, I mean, that's a kill me. Because I do have the uh, Uber Eats app on my phone, too. So, you know, I can just, you know, I can fool you guys if I want to. <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, so... But no, no, seriously, I can I can cook a little bit. Though. I, can, you know, I can do, like, basic stuff. I, I don't really get into, like, uh, like big meals and all that. I mean, on Sundays, every once in a while, I will. But you know, I mean, we won't go hungry. I know that. So I'm in the I'm in a similar boat with uh, Antoine. Like I don't profess to be a person that can cook. Cause I, I mean, I prefer just to eat out most of the time. But my issue is like when I cook, only I can eat it because I'm horrible at seasoning stuff. Like I don't know how to season anything the other way. That people <laughs> like I don't know how to season the way I like it. Like, I know how to season it for me. But other people, it's hard to season for them. So I just go out to eat and, or buy it or order it. <laughs> order it. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I know how to, I know how I like it. Other people don't. So I just like, hey, let's go out to eat. Let's do that. <laughs> Pet peeves. Things that people do that just annoy you to the point where you are, you got to just, you got to, you got to catch yourself. And I want to tell you mine over first this time. So I have two big pet peeves. The one is when I catch somebody in a lie and they turn it around on me as if I'm the one that lied. That is my, oh, that is my biggest pet peeve. I caught you in a lie and then when I call you out on it, you turn it around um, on me. That is my biggest pet peeve. My second one is when you owe me money and you told me on a certain day you're going to pay me the money, I got to hunt you down on the day that you told me you would pay me back. So those are my two biggest pet peeves that just gets me to the point where I'm like, I can't deal with you. I'm sorry. I need, I need a break. <laughs> um, we're going to go next, David. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I don't like people that like, like last me and uh, about the, the dumbest things ever too. It's like, I mean, the most, the simplest thing is like, that's what people lie about the most. And I'm like, Come on, really? I mean, 
what else? Uh, that's pretty much the same. I mean, I don't really have too much stuff that bothers me too much, but um, that's one of them, though. Just like, bro, I, I know one. I'm not gonna say it on air, but I know one. But I'm gonna say it of me, of me. I don't want really? to get you upset. Yes, I know. But I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you give me the clean version of it or no? No, I'll tell okay, you later. Yeah. I'll tell you later. I, I think I know. What you... <laughs> oh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> Go ahead, Antoine. <laughs> I would say the only thing that probably like you know really get to me, you know, like how y'all said, a person that lies a lot, and the lack of communication. Now that drives me bananas. Absolutely, because it's like. I'm just a person, like, just be straightforward. Like, if you got something to say or whatever it is, or have you want to communicate anything, you don't have to go to the next person and the next person and have them to deliver it to me. Like, just, man, this is what it is. But lack of communication drives me bananas. All right, now, uh, we're going to talk about money. I want to preface this again by saying, remember that Antoine has all the money, so his answer <laughs> may be, his answer may be, uh, it's not like a lot. Antoine, I received Antoine, that. I received Antoine, yes, that. but Antoine will call me or text me and say, hey, Franco, you know what's the latest stock? I got X amount of thousands I want to put on it. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what's going hey, on? You have to understand. No, listen, on? you have to understand that I've been working two jobs for almost 15 years. Wow. So, you know, and it's like with the Cubs, like the Cubs is basically like going directly to savings because my main job that I used to have <clears> – <throat> I was the uh, manager for 15 years. So it's like, even when I, you know, started working, I was getting getting paid good. And it was like, at first I was like, blow money, blow money, blow money. Then I started getting to the point like, no, you can't blow money like that because you never know when it's a rainy day coming, a rainy season coming. And it's like a couple of people at Wrigley, I talk to them about, you know, money or whatever certain situations about saving. Because if something was to happen, what do you have to fall back on? Last year was a prime example. I had talked to family members and everything. Pandemic hit. Um, I had a joke. I'm out of work. No money, no nothing. What do we do? I was in a decent place last year that I went a whole year without working and then missed not one bill. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's a blessing. And, you know, I give everything to God because God make everything possible for me. That's just how I look at it. No matter what I do, I just say, God got me. But I don't have all the money, but I received that, Frank. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, all I know is that, you know, Antoine, I think Antoine either texted me or called me one day about, you know, just learning about my investing strategy. Um, hopefully, I helped you out, by the way, hopefully. But he comes yeah, up with my investing strategy. You got a bill on it, man. Now I'm, now I'm jealous of him now. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I didn't tell Antoine everything. And now, <laughs> now I'm, trying now to be like, I'm trying to be like Antoine now. I'm like, what, what did I, what did I? But even like with the investment thing is like, you know, how... I did connect with you on it. And it was like one day at Wrigley, riding in the van with Dan. Dan always took like, man, invest, 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 invest in uh, AT&T. I'm looking like, man, I don't invest, man. And the crazy thing right now today, my son is 12 years old. He loves YouTube. And I have him doing nothing but, hey, look at, learn how to stock market merch. That's all I, I have him doing. Like, I need you to do this. So when you get a loan, like loan away, man, yeah, I got stocks for you. Uh, whenever you get 18, here go your stocks that I had for such a long time. You do what you want to do, but 
I want my kids to invest. Not just because I'm doing it, but it's like you got to keep the money rolling. And my mom always told me, as long as you got four four different incomes coming in, four different ways, you are being you you're on the right track. I'm gonna just put it that way. And, and you know, uh, also was um was crazy. Why I kick myself every single day is because Frank was giving me the heads up on so much stuff, so many things, and like a dummy, I'm just pushing it out. I, you know what? I I nicknamed myself late late bloomer because I'm. When somebody tell me something, I'm like, I have to process it for like at least a year or something. I'm like, like, what is this? And, but and, and and you know what? That's the one thing. Like right now, like I'm seriously kicking myself in the head for. It. It's like he gave me so much information to work and build and stocks and and money and strategy, and I didn't process it at that time. And I was like, and now like I'm kind of regretting it, but in a way, I, I learned from that. So I'm actually just still, uh, I'm getting into the game now and I'm learning. So. But um, but yeah, he put it out there a long time ago, and I'm like, oh my goodness, dude, leave me alone. I want to buy Nike. I don't want to invest in Nike. Like, come on, dude. Like, man, it, it was just you know, yeah. I, I wish I could, yeah. I wish I could have that one back, man, because that was all the stuff that we use, the products <laughs> and everything, and we could we could be putting money into this, and they could be like literally like giving us stuff for free, basically by investing in their company. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always just say, like, it's, you look at it, I look at it like I'm just paying myself. That's all you're doing. You could spend $20 in church's chicken real easy. Take that $20, invest it. That 20 go a long way 10 years from now. Facts, facts. All right, so we know we're all, we're all sharing our financial stuff. And I just, and people know that I do the investing thing, but, and I always post my, uh, my wins. But uh, I do have a, a guilty pleasure. I am infatuated with Amazon. Matter of fact, um, I can't think of a week in my life since I've been on the side that I have not met. The, my fact, the Amazon driver already knows, like you know, what what to do, where to put it at. Like he just to be. I, I have that issue. I've got a Amazon problem. So Antoine or David, now are you all big Amazon people? Because I have an Amazon. Now I will say this though, I invest in Amazon, so I don't feel too bad about it, but. I got an Amazon problem. I'm not gonna lie. What, what about y'all? Somewhat. I don't. Um, not really. Not, I don't. Not really. I just don't shop no more. Like, I just don't. I don't know why. I, it's just not in me no more. And this is why you have all the money. God. But I do travel a lot, though, Frank. Frank, I travel a lot. That is true. That is true. That's my. I take some. I'm on my way. I'm driving somewhere. I'm like, what? I'm actually going to California tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. Wow. Well, you going to L.A. or what? Yeah, L.A. Oh, sweet, sweet. I'll be back Sunday. Me. Back to work Monday at 11 o'clock. Y'all will be still at home. I'll be already working. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a night game. Um, that was before. <laughs> yeah, it's a night game. Oh, yeah, because that's the day that Lester pitching a business, I think. That's the, that's the back. So, oh, is he back uh, Monday? Okay. Yeah, so Antoine, I know I promised you a few minutes. You got time for two more, Antoine? Two more? Yeah, I got plenty of time, man. I'm chilling, man. I'm outside in the garden chilling because, you know, so, so you know the kids so and Frank, everything you know what, crazy. You know, what, you know what Antoine does when he gets paid? He just, uh, you you know, like the brain truck that comes up, like right on, uh, way yes. right there? <laughs> it goes right up on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish, I wish that was me. He doesn't have it, but he has it. We saw it. We I saw it with our own eyes. <laughs> I 
I wish. All right, so just, uh, man, I, I got a plan, man, and you know, I believe in God, and I know God gonna make that plan go through for me. Yeah, I, oh, I'm glad you said that. I've got a YouTube channel coming about investing, and you gotta have a plan. People, people plan for everything else. They plan for weddings, they plan for vacations, they plan for Christmas. You need a plan for your money and for your life outside of those things. So I'm glad you said that because uh, I might have to have you on my investing show to talk about um, planning. But um, I want to get to this next topic real quick. And that is, uh, you know, I want to talk about the whole World Series year. I want to talk about 2016 because you were a supervisor at that time and me and David uh, were not. But so you had a different experience than us. But um, and they played game seven on the road. So you had to watch it somewhere. You remember what you were doing, where you were at when the Cubs won the World Series? I was actually at home in my living room watching the game. The rain delay happened and everything. And before I knew it, I was asleep, woke up, Cubs won. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. You fell asleep during the game, bro. Man, I went to sleep. I don't play about my sleep. Wow. I, oh, man. I, I, I couldn't. I had to stay up until that thing. Was but that's why I said, David, like, when, like, by me working, you know, for the Cubs, not been there for so long, it's like, yes, it's baseball, but it's like, it's just a job to me now. Like, even like seeing Rizzo walking in the parking lot next to them, it don't excite me no more. Like, how I used to, or just saying, we bring in a new person this year. They, oh, can I work by the players? Like, like it, it don't do that. So it's like I'm there, you know, take care of business, get paid. I'm out. And that's like I tell everybody, man, come to work, do what you got to do and go home. Yes. You know, my, my philosophy is, you know, not to get attached to a certain job, get attached to a certain goal or vision. Therefore, if you don't at that job anymore, you still got that same vision, and that same goal. So I like that. Uh, and I like to I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one that missed the uh, last out of the worst. I thought I was the only one, but uh, when they tied the game, wait, I, wait, I, I, I turned the TV off. Yeah, I think I told you. When they, when they tied it up, <laughs> I turned the TV off. I'm like, here we go again. My heart just couldn't take it. And I didn't know they won until I heard the sirens and the neighbors. And I live on the north side, by, by the park. So I'm like, oh my God, they won. I turned it on and there you go. So uh, now it's... You know, you know what's funny. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but you know what's funny. Um, in the in the wild card was not not the wild card. Was it the wild card? Well, well in the, the division series when they played the Giants, right? They were down five to one, right? So I kind of had that same thought process early on, and then when I woke up, I went to sleep on that game. When I woke up, they won. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? And I was excited and all that. So fast forward to uh, the World Series. Uh, what I did was I was at work, so I was on my way home. I had to take a bus to my car, and then when I got in the car, like so, I, 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 I kid you not, bro. Literally, as soon as I got out the car and turned the TV on at home, oh, my kids were already watching. My my wife and kids they're watching it already. So as soon as I walked in, literally, Rajay Davis was hitting the home run, and I literally passed out. I was like, oh my goodness, not again! <laughs> I couldn't believe wow. it. Yes, it it, it was like. It it was I, I had that same thought, but I just couldn't give up. Man, I had to even if we lost, I had to I had to see it through because I mean we hadn't we hadn't been here, we hadn't experienced that. So I was like, we we might not get this chance again. So I had to I had to hang in there. But you know, Antoine, I think I think I'm where you're at, Antoine, because um uh, I don't know the last time I actually 
watched the game, like, like watch when I was there. I think now I'm just there sort of in the motions and to meet the people. Uh, like mm-hmm. to do, like I, I'm, I'm more about having activities for the staff than I am about like watching the players and the game. So I think, I think I'm at the boat. I didn't realize it until you said it, but uh, I sort of feel like I'm just, you know, I'm not, I don't really need to watch the game. Like when I come home, if they would have asked me what the Cubs do today, I probably couldn't tell them. <laughs> I don't be having no idea. Like, like we, we any, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have but time to do like, We got know, too much We have on. to look at it like, yeah, and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a job that we doing. So it's like we can't get caught up into watching the game or wondering what, who doing, or none of that. It's like we have people up under us that we have to make, that we're responsible for and making sure they're doing the right thing or, you know, on the right path of doing the right thing. Because at the end of the day, whatever they don't do, it falls on us. We, we're the number one blame for any and everything. Now, that's how I'm going to put it just like that. So we the middleman between up and down. I agree, I agree 100, 1,000%. And um, it's like when we get new people in and they so excited and they happy. And, you know, I try not to kill their spirit because, I mean, I know they excited to be there. It's their first time working at the ballpark. But I'm with you guys. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm like, I, it doesn't even excite me anymore. I'm, I'm here to do a job. Uh, if I see somebody in passing, you know, if they – you know, nod or I'll nod or whatever. I don't go all crazy and, oh, hey, how you doing? And, oh, my God. And, no, it's, it's it's not even like that. It's like second nature now. So it's like you don't even have time to watch the game. So I don't even know why that would even come up for us. <laughs> we have zero time to watch the game. <laughs> so it wouldn't even be possible. <laughs> all right. So I want to end up with this last one, which is going to be easy for David because he does this all the time. Um, but, you know, you've got there's, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, when it comes to African Americans, and you know, there's a lot going on. But here you got, you know, uh, in my opinion, uh, three uh, African Americans that uh, our staff can look up to and deal with, uh, as far as uh, rookies and you know the teens that work there. Um, so to give a, a different opinion of what they see on the media, uh, we're gonna go around and we're gonna say something positive um, about each other. Again, this is easy for David because he does a lot of time. But uh, so I'm gonna start. Uh, we want to show that, you know, we're not all violent and thugs, whatever we can have, we can uplift uh, our, you know, our brothers up. So I want to start. Um, so with David, um, I I like how you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Uh, you know, I, I can't do that. I'm sort of a reserved person. Um, so I like how you can wear that on your sleeve and just be all emotional about it because I'm so self-conscious that if somebody sees me crying or whatever, I'm like, I can't do that. But uh, I like how you can do that. Show your emotions to be free like that. Uh, you know, that is absolutely uh, amazing. And then with Antoine, I like how you are sort of un- unapologetically uh, into your faith. I always feel like, oh, my God, if I'm posting about the church or whatever, what would the staff say about, you know, the black church? Or Frank's posting too much stuff about church or whatever. But you don't really even care. Like, you just, you know, hey, this is who I am. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Not to cut you off, Frank. Not to cut you off. No matter what you post about God, Whatever people say, they got to take that up with him. Because at the end of the day, you helping somebody that's out there that you don't even understand that you know you happen. And it's like even some of the stuff that I post, how people email me like, man, you just don't understand how you just touch me. And it ain't like, you know, I could be reading the Bible or I could just think of something or I could see something in a book or something and I just post it. And that, you know, that can change somebody's life, man. And people don't understand that part. 
So that's why I post what I post. Only thing I post on Facebook is you're gonna see my kids or something about God. That's it. And, and again, again, I love that whole unapologetic. I, I love all that. So uh definitely, you know, um props to you. Um I'm gonna let you go last because you, you just preached a sermon already. So let me go let me go to David. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sure did because man, he got me over here like, oh, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Take an offering at church, a collection for. I know, right? Go ahead. Please dial three one two. Actually, no, because Antoine no money. No, actually, never mind. Antoine got enough money. We ain't doing no collection for Antoine. You can always donate to the Antoine Foundation. Oh man! Inbox me if you want to donate. That's gonna be a tough one to follow, man. But um. Let me start off with my boy Antoine, man. Again, um, like I started off the show, um, I just love the way he works, his work ethic. He he doesn't let anything get in the way of his business. Um, he can walk in a room and command respect without even asking for it, in a sense. You know, he just walks in his presence. He he is who he is. He's genuine, he's real. Um just he's a he's a great family man. I actually I don't know if he remembers this, but I ran into his family last year, I believe. No, I'm sorry. We didn't work last year. Uh, 2019, uh, they came to a game, and they were in the lower bowl, and they all he was with his family. And it was great to see that because I'm always seeing Antoine, the, the supervisor. I'm not seeing Antoine, the father. And that's the thing that really um, it's, it touched me, man, because I love seeing things like that. Um, you know, being with his kids and his wife, they all have different schedules and different things going on. So that was um, that was real cool. And um, for my boy Frank, <laughs> man, we do this all the time. But um, man, just your we, heart. We do. Man, so we, heart. we do this all the time. So make 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 it short. We do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey. Um, when you when you get great people around you, seriously, um, you want to stick by them. Uh, when you get people that are God-fearing and driven and passionate about helping others, that's huge. And the things that you do, you can't, honestly, can't thank you enough, bro. I'm seriously, from my heart, um, it's just an honor and a privilege to be around you every single day. Even though you drive me crazy with the emails, but it's cool. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, that's no. It's strictly business. I, I get that. I'm just teasing. But um, but no, man, you got a great heart, man. Great spirit. Um, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Don't let nobody tell you. Don't let nobody sway what you do, man. You do it for you. You do it for others. You don't do it for yourself. You do it for others, and that's huge. Uh, big shout out, man. And that's all I got, bro. I kept it short. I'm gonna go ahead and start with Frank, man. When I first, first met Frank, he never said nothing to me. He used to always just walk past me and walk real fast. <laughs> so one day, I didn't even know his name. And so I asked somebody, like, hey, what's dude's name? You know, whatever. He became a supervisor. Oh, that's Frank. So I, I go in to me, hey, Frank, what's going on? What's up? That was it. But, like, one thing that, you know, do stand out to me, Frank, is, you know, our spiritual. And it's, like, spiritual, especially being, like, who we are and where we come from and where we at, it's like, you know, I love the things that you do. 
not just work, you know, how you talk up for, I'm going to say it, how you talk up for the supervisors. Like, you have a, you got to have a heart to do things like that. And I'm going to tell you too, like, don't stop. Because at the end of the day, just follow God, man. God got you. And it's like, it might be things that you say that other people don't understand or don't see where you coming from. But just know, like, it's somebody out there wish they had the heart and the courage to say the things that you're saying. Everybody not going to bag you. I mean, bag you up. I'm going to say that right. But keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, David, I ain't really know you that well until, you know, probably like two years ago. And it's like, even with you, David, like, hey, you came in, spoke to me, you know, open, like, Man, Christian-wise, I didn't know you was a Christian or anything like that, but, you know, we're on the same page, brother. Right. And it's like, uh, even with you, David, like, looking out for other people, you know, even like, man, what y'all doing, man? I, I really love what y'all doing. It, like, I'm going to tell y'all, like, don't stop. Even, like, family-wise, like, David, you got a family, I got a family. It's always family first, no matter what. And it's like, I see the stuff you post on Facebook, David, with your family, your kids, and, like, that's good energy. And it, I wish it was more fathers out there like us that's doing these type of things. And it's like, you know, even I know Floyd ain't on here, but like, I take my head off to Floyd. I take my head off to Gene. Them guys poured into me when I first started working at Wrigley, especially Floyd. And it's like, now I found myself pointing to him, even though I'm way young. We all younger than Floyd, but hey, Floyd, we love you. <laughs> Floyd, that was Antoine, yeah. Floyd. Floyd, that was Antoine. That was not me. <laughs> Floyd, that was Antoine. <laughs> hey, he already know, man. Floyd, that's my dog, man. <laughs> hey, Antoine, you know what's funny uh, when you were talking about Frank? You know, I'm a, a quick story before we go. Um, it's the same thing. Like, so back in the day, me and Frank used to work together, right? And, um, like, it literally took, I'm not kidding, it literally took, like, 60 games before I found out who he was. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you how we... Look, that's how we connected, right? We uh, had a uh, ejection at the gate, right? And we were walking somebody out or whatever, right? So back in the day, they used to have a clipboard. And they used to have to write down, like, who was getting ejected from the park or whatever, right? So Frank turns to me, and he turns around like, oh, one out. What do you do? And I tell him what he does, and that was the first time we talked, like, in almost over <laughs> half the season. That was crazy, bro. He always on the go. Always. But um, your heart, Frank, man, I love your heart, man. Like, for real, I okay. love your heart. Wait, don't so, stop talking. Since we're sharing don't story, I, I got to share a story too. Since we're sharing stories, let me do. I got an Antoine story. So Antoine, <laughs> rightfully so, rightfully so, won Supervisor of the Year. What year was that, Antoine? What year did you win? Nineteen. Uh, eighteen. No, it was eighteen. I think eighteen or seventeen. So it wasn't seventeen. Because seventeen, I won Security of the Year. Uh, so eighteen. Yeah. So Antoine won Supervisor of the Year, rightfully so. Right. So he gets on the field. Take the picture. They call. We had a two or four meeting. <laughs> comes all down. All that kind of great stuff. Now he's not working that day. I think he's with his family, so he's not working. Um, I actually I, did work half of that day. I, I did too. I wanted to. Yes, I got that money. Yes. Um, so he's done. So I, for whatever reason, was assigned to the lower bowl. David, as I walked throughout the lower bowl, people congratulated me for winning supervisor <laughs> of the year. All day throughout the lower row. <laughs> People congratulated me. And at first, I was like, no, that wasn't me. That was Antoine. But after person number like five, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes, it was exactly. an honor to win it. Taking all the good yes. credit. Come here, Frank. Now you know what I'm meaning when I say like when people talk come up to me and be like, "Well, hey, Frank, how you doing?" I'm like, I, at some point, I just stop. I'm like, "Hey, how you doing? Well, how's it going?" Because it's all it's not it's nonstop. So I'm like, that's the that's the name of the podcast, everyone. Mistaken identity. That's part of the reason why. So so you guys know. All right, so we're definitely gonna have to. Have- oh, I won, Frank, because of you. You know, you just at the ballpark, so everybody voted. I <laughs> <laughs> <That> was you. <laughs> oh man, he just put the click on the machine yeah. like he's done. He, he's yeah. the winner. We got this. <laughs> Actually, the reason why I won't win it, and I think I won it already. So that's why. That's why I won't win. Like Frank, we just said, we just saw him last year. <laughs> he already won it already. Um, because, oh, um, this so we, is fun. Yes, we definitely have to have uh, Antoine. Back on um, the podcast, this is probably gonna be one of our most popular episodes. Um, who knew it'd be this? It, I mean, I should have known it'd be this good. Um, but uh, definitely gotta have um, Antoine back. Antoine, any last words before I give David some last words? Any any last words, Antoine? Uh, go ahead, David. Uh, man, uh, just thank you, man, for uh, I always thank everyone that we have on the show, man. and uh, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us, man, and um, continue doing what you're doing also and, um, you know, much success and in your uh, personal life as well with your children. Hope everything goes well. Um, business-wise, you got that covered. You got the, you know, you got that grand mentality, so uh, we ain't got to coach you on that. So it's all good, man. It's all love, and I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, I thank both of you guys for well, Frank, you came to me with it or whatever, but thank both of you guys because I know it's y'all both of y'all show together. And you didn't want to do it at first, you know, and you and you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to do it at I first. I did like, not want to do it. Talking about? I just got off, <laughs> Frank was texting me, I just got off the uh, highway coming from Peoria. And I'm like, ooh, my phone is Frank. Like, I gotta do this podcast. But like I really appreciate it, man. Like anytime you guys want to talk to me about family or Anything, even though I'm a very, very private person, but yes, anything, just you know, hit me up. You know, I'm down. Family, Christian, anything in that sort, work. I got you. Stock right, market. Uh, I'll leave that up to you, Frank. Yes, you're gonna help, you help me though. You're gonna help me on YouTube so they can see you. Uh, all right. So uh, again, our listeners, most of you are our staff. If you learn anything from today, I want you to remember this one thing: Antoine has all the money. So you all join us on the next episode of the Mistaken Identity Podcast. Hey, everybody. Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. 
Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast, or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.